I often avoid talking about Francis as much as possible. It isn't something I actually like doing. But this week we have, so far anyway, at least two stories that are directly linked, and both are about him, and then we had one last week too, for three total in a short period of time. On Monday, I reported on his new forthcoming encyclical on fraternity. And before that, on Friday, I reported on changes he approved to official catechetical materials for the church. And now, today, for the third time in a week, we get to talk about him, and all three of these stories are tied together. Today, I get the displeasure of reporting on his approved changes to the form of the Novus Ordo Missae for Italy. Now, to be clear, this is for Italy. At least for now. These changes are likely to find their way to a diocese near you at some point. But let's get into this because these changes are not small. There are three absolutely confirmed changes and another bigger change to the Novus Ordo in Italy that is pretty much confirmed, although not from official sources. And it is the biggest part of all, so buckle up. The three confirmed changes to the Novus Ordo Missae in Italy all pertain to the Our Father or the Pater Noster. The new Mass in Italy now changes the prayer taught by our Lord to conform to that which we all reported on back before the Amazon Synod a year or longer ago. According to Avenir, the official Italian Bishops' Conference outlet, these changes are, quote, The Our Father will reflect the new Italian translation that was already introduced last year. Lead us not into temptation will now read, Abandon us not to temptation. The word also will be added to the line, as we also forgive those who trespass against us. Then one line of the Gloria is also changed. Peace on earth to those people of goodwill will change to peace on earth, peace to those people loved by God. These three changes are the only changes to the assembly's parts, and two of them had already been made with the new Our Father translation. All other changes will be in the parts that the priest says alone. There have been rumors about other changes, particularly whether the words of institution at the cup will change from for all to for many, but we will have to wait until copies of the new missile are available to see these, end quote. Well, not necessarily, actually, because, as it turns out, we've got reporting that they have changed the words of institution as well. They are coming from Rome, and that they're not limited to what the Italian bishops are officially reporting in their official conference outlet, and probably because it caused quite the stir if they did tell you up front that they were changing the words of institution. A report from Gloria TV, which is itself repeating information from other Italian sources, reports the following. The words of institution, that is... The words said by the priest during the consecration of the Eucharist are also being changed. They are being changed back to what they were before Benedict XVI's reforms in 2006. The new words say, quote, It says that the chalices, quote, poured out for you and for all, instead of the correct version, for many, end quote. That's a big deal. It is no mere act of legalism or what have you. Some people like to dismiss crit you know, critiques of this stuff as mere legalism. It's not that. This is a very real and very big deal to change the words that way because the strong implication is that the masses will no longer be valid. Let's hop into our Wayback Machine and have a look at the changes Benedict XVI did in 2006 and the logic behind them in those changes to the Novus Ordo in order to end the ambiguity and potential theological errors of the consecration of the Eucharist. So let's, hop at, let's have a look so we can understand this issue. We turn to John Salza and a piece he wrote for the remnant that was put on their website when they launched it in 2009. 
this lengthy quote is worth looking at because it goes into the theological reasoning for why the words of institution are supposed to be for many. Quote, In his ongoing effort to restore the Church to her infallible ecclesiastical traditions, His Holiness, Pope Benedict XVI, at the end of 2006, ordered the world's Episcopal conferences to remedy erroneous vernacular translations of the Novus Ordo Mass. Chief among the plethora of, F of errors was Isel's translation of the Latin pro multis, literally for many, as for all, which incidentally is pro omnibus, in the consecration formula for the wine. Finally, the U.S. bishops have voted to approve a revised translation of the Novus Ordo Mass, which correctly translates pro multis as for many. In other words, the revised English translation will finally use the words that Jesus used when he instituted the holy sacrifice of the Mass. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, for the forgiveness of sins. See Matthew chapter 26, verse 28. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. See Mark chapter 14, verse 24. Based on the plain words of our Savior, the Church has used for many in consecrating the wine throughout her entire history. It has been used in all the liturgies from the East to the West, including the Alexandrian liturgy, the canons of Hippolo Hippolo Hippolytus, sorry, de Sacramentis of Pseudo-Ambrose, the Gallican and Mozarabic rites, and all the rest. At no point in her history did the Church ever use for all in the consecration formula until the liturgical changes of the 1960s. While the ICEL, that is the that is the a Vatican organization for translating these things, is guilty of many translation errors in the Novus Ordo, the for all error is the most egregious, and it appears to have been promoted by powers within the Vatican itself, perhaps a prominent member of the Congregation for the Sacraments and Divine Worship. This is because the for all error has not been limited to English translations, but is also used in other vernacular translations, particularly throughout Europe. For example, in Italy, the usage is per tutti, for all, and not per multi, for many. Some apologists for the vernacular translation argue that for many and for all are interchangeable in the scriptures. This is true in certain cases. For example, in Matthew chapter 20, verse 28, Jesus says that he came to give his life as a ransom for many. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 6, St. Paul says that Jesus gave himself as a ransom for all. The problem with this argument is that Jesus did not use for all when he instituted the Eucharist. He used for many. While it is true that, scripturally speaking, for all may mean the same thing as for many in certain cases, it does not mean that for all means for many in every case, and particularly in the case at hand, where Jesus at the Last Supper was referring to the efficacy of his sacrifice, which would benefit many, and not the sufficiency of his sacrifice, which would be given to all. End lengthy quote. As usual, my sources will be linked on the sources blog at returntotradition.org. I do recommend following there as a backup for following me here, if you're so interested. A link to the blog is in the description box of this podcast episode, and I post every episode there in both video and audio format, so it's a good place to check it out. Now you may be wondering, so what? What's the big deal? The problem is that, theologically speaking, this change could very well invalidate the consecration at the Novus Ordo. Now, I know some of you will say that the Novus Ordo is invalid and never has been. That's not my position, for the record. I will, however, say that these changes could legitimately be a point of real concern. It could actually result in non-valid masses being said. Possibly again, because, you know, there's a reason Benedict changed these things. This is not a small matter for the faithful to consider. Yet many 
will not really care. I mean, after all, the data shows that less than one in three Catholics believe in the real presence at the new Mass anyway, which should be enough for a reassessment of the entire Vatican II project, but of course it won't be. To see what I mean, we turn again to Saul's piece for the, from the Remnant, where he examines this from the language of the Council of Trent. Quote, This manipulation of Christ's words raises the grave issue of the Novus Ordo consecration in the vernacular, using for all, and validates the Mass. Remember, the Latin translation for the Novus Ordo, the only official translation of the Church, uses pro multis, and thus does not raise the issue of validity. The question becomes whether the words that that follow, this is the chalice of my blood, are necessary to consecrate the wine, or whether the short form, the words, this is the chalice of my blood, alone is sufficient. If for many is not necessary to consecrate the wine, then there is no question of validity on these grounds. If for many is required, then there is question of validity, because the mistranslation changes the meaning of the words. The preponderance of evidence appears to indicate that the transubstantiation of the wine into Jesus' blood is brought about by the words, this is my blood, that is, the short form suffices. This conclusion, however, is not definitive. While many saints and doctors of the Church have had their opinions on the matter, the Church's official position on this question comes from Pope St. Pius V through the Catechism of Trent. When the Catechism of Trent is examined, there seems to be arguments on both sides. That is, some supporting the need for the long form and others for the short form. However, when all the evidence is weighed, one reasonably concludes that the Catechism teaches the sufficiency of the short form. End quote. In other words, the preponderance of evidence is that the words for many is required because it changes the meaning of the Eucharistic offering and it changes the intent of the Church, though this is subject to much internal, complicated debate. This is a big deal because it involves the consecration and changing the consecration of the Eucharist at the Mass. If you're in Italy, let me know in the comments if you've seen these changes in practice already. I'm genuinely curious if you have, and in general, folks, let me know your thoughts on this, because this is a much bigger deal than most commentators will admit. So please, pray for the Church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.